Do you ever wish you had more than 24 hours in any given day? Don't feel bad if you do. I feel that way sometimes too. It's hard work to have a day job, take care of your family and build a side gig, but it can be done and you don't have to risk burnout to make it happen. You might be wondering how. Well, that's what we're gonna talk about in today's episode. Welcome to the More Than Capable Mompreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Baker, a coffee-loving mom and perfectionist in recovery that started as a virtual assistant and turned into a total systems geek. My goal is to help you, the busy woman with a tight schedule and an aversion to technology, create systems in your business so that it runs as efficiently as possible, which boosts your productivity. Then you'll have the brain space and the time you need to invest in yourself, grow your business, and create success on your own terms without the burnout. So grab your cup of coffee, some sparkling water, or pour a glass of your favorite wine, and let's dive into today's topic. Welcome to episode 102 of the More Than Capable Mompreneur podcast. So today I'm going to be talking about how you, that time-starved and busy woman, can maximize the time you have every single day. Now I know some of you are working the day job like me in addition to building your side gig, And some of you are raising your family and building your side gig at the same time as well. But no matter what your circumstances are, there is one thing we all have in common. We have to be intentional about how we use our time. We only get 24 hours every day. And on the days that we find ourselves wishing we had more time, it's usually the days we didn't spend our time wisely, mostly because we didn't plan. Now, you and I have different things that we have to do every day, but there is a way to make time for the more important things and still have time to work on your side gig without having to get up at some ungodly hour or be up until 2 a.m. unless that's just your thing. Building a sustainable and scalable business is hard to do on any given day. And when you're working the day job, raising the family and trying to build a business at the same time, it's even harder. But your business is something your heart truly desires to make happen. So let's discuss some ways that you can reframe your approach to getting things done so that you can actually do it all. Let's start by talking about how you can be intentional with your time. Now, there are some priorities in your life that are non-negotiable. That will be your day job if you have one, the time you spend teaching your kids or monitoring them if they're homeschooled or learning virtually. Or if your kids leave the house for school, sports, or any other extra activities, drop off and pick up times, practice time, games, etc. All those things are non-negotiables. So what you'll need to do is plan by dropping all of those things into your calendar. That way you can see what time you have left and can use those pockets of time to make your business a priority. So that means you can't wing it. You have to plan out your time. Now, whether you use a digital calendar or a paper calendar or a hybrid of both like I do, you've got to plan your week out and you need to have one calendar that shows everything that happens in your life. That way you can see at a glance what your week and your month ahead looks like in terms of everything. That's from work to appointments to client meetings to your workouts and anything else that you need to remember. Now, if you would like to learn more about how I use both a digital and a paper calendar, 
Be sure and go back and listen to episode number 43 because I talk about the paper planner that I've been using for several years and how I use that and my Google Calendar to plan out my week and maximize the time that I have to work on my business. Now, as you evaluate your schedule, take note of the things that you can maybe cut back on. Do you find that one, you binge watch a lot of TV in the evenings or on the weekends? Or do you spend a lot of time watching reels or scrolling through TikTok videos? Now, there's nothing wrong with those things in themselves. But again, if you need to be more intentional with your time, you probably need to cut back on those things, even if you just take out 30 minutes to work out and work on things for your side gig. Those small pockets of time matter. So stop thinking about your limited schedule as an excuse, but think of it as something that helps you be more productive and actually get more done. Identify smaller pockets of time when you can work on tasks for your business. If you're more intentional with how you use your time, you probably notice that you have more idle time than you think in a day. That's especially on days when you maybe have an appointment to get your hair done or a doctor's appointment, or you are waiting in the line to pick up your kids from school or even waiting to pick up your pet from the vet. Those minutes add up, so use them. This will free up a few hours in your schedule every week for you to work on your side gig. So take a few minutes to create a running list on your phone of the various tasks that you can complete in like 15 minutes or less. That's things like responding to messages on social media, engaging with a few people's posts or stories on Instagram. Small things like that that really matter and can move your business forward are the best ways to use those small pockets. So now the next thing you need to do now that you've got your schedule outlined and under control, you need to also take better care of yourself. This is a key to getting more done when you have a busy schedule. You have to invest in yourself. You make a lot of sacrifices, but your health and your well-being should not be neglected. So start by creating routines in your life. You probably already have some in place. Now, if you're a morning person, wake up before everyone else does if you can. Or if you're a night owl, stay up a little later to get things done without interruptions. Just make sure that you block that out in your schedule and then set a timer so that you can stick to those work periods until you get used to working in smaller chunks of time. Now, I admit, sometimes I have to adjust my schedule based on the season that my life is in. Like I like to get up early to complete my morning routine. Then at the end of the day, when I'm tapped out mentally, I usually do things like sort my inbox, um, schedule responses to emails from the day, or even messages on social media that came in throughout the day. But using that time wisely allows me to get the necessary tasks done that are required to grow my side business. Now, if you want to know how you can carve out more time for yourself, which is very important. Go back and listen to episode number five. Because again, you spend a lot of time taking care of everyone else, but you've got to add yourself to that list. Now, you also need to maximize your energy levels. Have you ever heard of your golden hours? It's the time of day when your mental capacity is at its peak, so you complete your most important work during that time. You can get a good amount of work done in a small window of time. 
I know I work best in the morning, so I block out time at the beginning of the day for any creative tasks that I have to do, like professional development, selecting and outlining podcast topics or writing social media content, things where I need my creative juices flowing. Now, another form of self-care is getting help, which I know is easier said than done sometimes. But one thing you need to understand and accept is that you cannot do it all. So ask your husband to take on a few more of the household responsibilities. Give your children chores to help you out and reduce your list. You can also identify things that you can outsource like grocery shopping or even your laundry if you can afford it. You know, I started getting my groceries and even things from Target delivered to my front door every week about two years ago. And let me tell you, I love it because it frees up at least an hour in my schedule every week that I can use on something else. Those pockets of time add up and have been truly instrumental in helping me hit some huge milestones in my business and stay consistent with this podcast. So I know it can do the same for you. So the next thing you need to do is get organized. After getting your schedule laid out, you need to determine what you're going to prioritize in your business and then get yourself organized. Once you know what your priorities are based on your goals, you don't want to waste time looking for the things that you need to get your work done. One of the six core systems you need in place in your business is a digital filing system. We spend our lives on our phones, tablets, and computers. So there is no need for you to be searching through piles of paper on your desk or recreating documents that you need to send to clients. Now, there are a number of digital tools that have mobile apps, which make it easy for you to access your organized files on the go. The key word here is organized. You can create folders to sort your digital documents for free in either Google Drive or Dropbox. That way, no matter where you are, you can access the information that you need. Now, if this is something you've been putting off because it's going to require work to get things organized, well, all I can say is you got to suck it up, buttercup. You need to get this taken care of because you're wasting time searching for things and probably recreating the will. So go back and listen to episode 16, where I share a three-step process to help you create your digital filing system. And if you would rather just delegate it or get some help with it, schedule a 15-minute discovery call with me and let's talk about it and make it happen. I'm going to put a link to my calendar in the show notes. Something else you need to do to get organized is securely store your passwords. And there are a few options for this. If you have an iPhone, iPad, or a Mac, you can use iCloud Keychain and have access to those stored passwords on all of your Apple devices. Now, if you're an Android user, the password manager can actually be synced to your Chrome browser and be used across all your devices. Now, if you need to share passwords because you outsource some work, then I strongly recommend you use LastPass. You can securely share your password with someone else that uses LastPass as well. What you do is send it to them and it allows them to view or not to view your password. You get to choose. And then when they're no longer need access, you can resend that in your shared password part of your account later. But you only need to remember one password. That's the great thing about LastPass. And then everything else is securely stored in one central location. 
Now there's a web version and a mobile version. You have access to both if you have the pro version. Now I have a free account, so I can only access my passwords on my Mac, but the web version automatically detects a new sign in and asks if I want to store the information. And then when you go back to that website, it auto fills the information for you the next time you log in. So if you want to kick the tires with a 30 day trial for free, you can decide to upgrade later for $36 a year. Now, the next thing you need to do is set boundaries and be disciplined. In order for you to do this, you're going to need to make more calculated decisions. Now, you will have to make sacrifices and you will have to set boundaries for yourself. Start by not being a yes girl. No is a complete sentence. If you say yes to something outside of your boundaries, it means you're saying no to something your boundaries are supposed to protect. So that means that one, you've got to set the boundaries with yourself, with your family, for your business, with your clients, and then you need to stick to them. Now, if you work at home, you've got to clearly communicate those boundaries with your family. Granted, the way you approach this depends on the age of your children, but you've got to make it clear that you have a work schedule, even though you're at home. Now, you may not follow your schedule to the T, but it at least gives everyone a point of reference. And again, you can communicate that maybe you can't take care of something right now, but you will be available maybe in 15 minutes or so. Now, when it comes to setting boundaries with your clients, this starts at the beginning of your working relationship. If you don't have clear boundaries, you teach your clients not to respect your time because you don't. Business boundaries give you the ability to clearly communicate expectations with the clients so that they will respect you and your time. And that allows for your relationship together to blossom. Now, if you want to know the types of boundaries that you need to put in place with your clients and how to communicate them, make sure you go back and listen to episode number 47. And the last boundary you have to set is one of the hardest. This is with yourself. Your boundaries don't matter if you are not disciplined enough to stick to them. Now, I know there may be times when you may have to take a call outside of your business hours or there are certain things that you can't control, but those things should be an exception and not the rule. So sometimes you have to be hard on yourself and say, no, you cannot do that. And for those times when you cave, you need to give yourself some grace. But understand again, If you continue to give exceptions, you're training people to cross your boundaries and eventually you are not going to like how it pans out. So the next thing you need to do is find your tribe online. You need to surround yourself with other like-minded individuals, but make sure you choose wisely. Now, we've talked about the fact that you need to be intentional with your time. And there are a ton of online communities for just about any industry or type of business. So make sure you're intentional about how much you time, how much time you spend in these groups and forums, but be sure that you form connections with people that will help you grow, that you can bounce ideas off of and get inspiration and assistance from. We all crave a supportive community because we don't necessarily have a husband with an entrepreneurial mind that we can bounce ideas off of. I know I don't. And that's why inside of my free Facebook group, The More Than Capable Mompreneur, We support each other and encourage each other. We're a small but mighty group of busy women trying to grow our businesses. 
The women in the group give me great feedback. They help me generate new topics for podcast episodes. We troubleshoot things in our business with each other. I brainstorm with them. I bounce ideas off of them and that helps me get clarity. We do the same for each other. But with their support, I feel empowered and excited as I continue to grow my business and even become a better podcaster. It's actually another form of self-care for me. It's a safe place where all of us can vent and pour into each other, which I try to do. And I also share my latest podcast episodes in that group. So if you would like to join, there's going to be a link for you to do that in the show notes. So let's review the five things that you need to do to maximize your time so you can work on your side gig. One, you need to be intentional with your time. Plan out your week and maximize the pockets of time that you have to complete tasks based on your priorities. Small steps add up to big progress. Two, take better care of yourself. Make your health a priority and set routines that will help you conserve energy. Also, be sure to maximize your energy by completing tasks during your peak hours of the day. Be sure to ask for help from others around the house if you can. Delegate tasks and use that time to work on your business. Third, get organized in your business and stop losing time looking for things. Create a digital filing system so you can locate what you need even when on the go and make sure you securely store your passwords so that you don't have to keep resetting things and wasting time. Four, set boundaries and be disciplined. Stick to them. If you say yes to something outside of your boundaries, it means you're saying no to something your boundaries are supposed to protect. Five, Find a supportive community online that you can brainstorm with, learn from, and get inspired by as you continue on this journey. But be mindful of how much time you spend in those communities. So I hope these tips were really helpful for you. I want you to remember, you're not alone, and I want to help you succeed. We can do this together because there's strength in numbers. And if you feel the women in your community will benefit from this episode, please feel free to share it. Take a screenshot and post it in Instagram stories and tag me at the underscore Shannon Baker. I want to hear your thoughts about the tips that I shared so that I can continue to share information that you find valuable. Again, I'm going to drop links to the episodes that I mentioned in the show notes, as well as a link to my calendar for you to schedule that discovery call and for you to join the Facebook group. So thank you again for staying with me this long. And until next time, Keep calm and streamline.